you wanted the best, you've got the best podcast. The hottest, hottest. podcast in the world. In the world. The Chris Voss Show, the preeminent podcast with guests so smart you may experience serious brain bleed. Get ready, get ready. Strap yourself in. Keep your hands, arms, and legs inside the vehicle at all times because you're about to go on a monster education roller coaster with your brain. Now, here's your host, Chris Voss. Hi, folks. This is Voss here from thechrisvossshow.com, thechrisvossshow.com. Hey, we're coming here with another great podcast. We certainly appreciate you guys tuning in. Thanks for being here. Be sure to go to our all of our different websites the on uh, Twitter, uh, TikTok, uh, LinkedIn, YouTube, all those different places so you can do the thing. Also, see everything reading and reviewing on goodreads.com for chess chris voss today we have an amazing gentleman here today with us his name is sean o'rourke and uh, he is a passionate real estate professor or professional excuse me he might be a professor i don't know we'll find out (laughs) an investor his aim is to be the most trusted advisor to direct people towards the right deals the last three years he's acquired the necessary knowledge and experience to help him tailor his services to meet the unique needs of his client. Sean understands that every home buyer, seller, or investor has their own preferences and wishes that they want to be fulfilled. He is attentive, energetic, and enthusiastic. Hence, he will be able to address all of your concerns and deliver to the best of his ability what we're looking for. So we're going to find out more about what he does. Welcome to the show, Sean. How are you? What's up, Chris? Appreciate you having me on, man. It's wonderful to have you on. Give us your plug so you can find out your internet site. Yeah, so I have actually have a coaching business. It's some 90 days to escape your nine to five. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is actually the website is highperformanceedu.com. And, and so what we do there is coach people on how to do real estate from beginning to end without any money or very little money. You don't have to have it to start. So that's what we do. I teach people that. And then I also do a ton of flips, deals, buying holds, and everything in between as far as real estate. So if anybody has any deals locally in the Southeast, they can send them my way as well. I potentially buy them from them. There you go. The, the real estate market is hot right now. It's yeah. just freaking hot. Yeah. It's crazy. It's just going through the roof. And and I don't know. It's, it's the most wildest thing ever. So give us some more details on it. What, what was your title with the company? Yeah, I'm the owner, uh, CEO okay. and owner of the company. I guess to start from the, from the beginning, I mean, the the company started because I had to start somewhere. I was living, you know, paycheck to paycheck, made good money, and uh, but but I wanted to get into real estate, and because I lived paycheck to paycheck, I didn't have the money to start real estate. And everybody thinks you have to have money to start in real estate, or you have to be to have to have money, or know somebody that has my put a thousand bucks on a credit card just to get some a little bit of uh, understanding of how the real estate market works. And then I went at it full force, man, and, and was able to turn that thing around uh, really quick and, and make some decent money. And, and so that's where all this came from was I knew where I started. And I know from talking to other people what they think. And I want to I want to curve that misconception. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, because a lot of people are like, well, I don't, maybe, maybe they don't have good credit or maybe they don't have a lot of money or money for a down or, or maybe they don't have the income. There's a million different ways to kill a mortgage deal, as we used to say in the business. So what do you do when you coach and you help people? Do you help them? What do you help them do? Yeah. So basically, first, I, I work with them on if you don't have a deal, you have nothing. So what I train them to do initially is we start with mindset. Understanding what you can do and how to do it 
and then getting out of your own way. So -hmm. that's the first thing we do because you got to get rid of that first. Then we take action. So what I tell people is fail forward, make mistakes. Mm -hmm. It's okay to make mistakes, Mm. but if you're not doing something, you're not ever going to be successful. You're going to be sitting there in limbo. Hey, you, you can't know, so, just be sitting around. Going, yeah. Yeah. So do something. And so that's what we do next is we teach them, okay, go out and do something. Take a little bit of money, even if it's 200 bucks, mm-hmm. go take that $200 that you found in your seat cushions and go out, pull some data and start contacting people and just reaching out to somebody because that's how you find deals. It's mm-hmm. all a law of numbers. The more people you talk to, the more opportunity you have to find a deal. And you, you've got to know what you're looking for. That's important. I was a real estate agent for six years and a mortgage broker for almost 20. So you've got to understand what you're looking for, what's out there. You've got to know the difference between a good deal and a bad deal, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so that's the other thing we coach them on is a lot of times, too, as a homeowner, somebody has potentially either inherited a house or they have they have a property that's going down. They don't have the money to fix it up. So what we do is we coach people to say, okay, look, guys, we're here in this business to help people. We're not mm-hmm. here buying real estate. So mm-hmm. if we can find the people that we can help, then in turn, we can potentially make a profit. But, but we coach people to say, okay, well, here are some potential issues that we want to look for so that we can help somebody and, uh, and, and, and just go through that list. Okay, look for these kind of scenarios of how we can do it and then turn those scenarios into a win-win for both of us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, I suppose the market's hot everywhere across the nation. It seems like uh, rents are up and and uh, people are buying houses left and right and stuff. It's kind of like uh, almost like 2008 again. Do you see that, that they might be – I imagine there's some people that are – they're tapped out. Maybe they're entering foreclosure. Do you guys teach people how to deal with foreclosure buying and stuff like that? Yeah, yeah, we can. So, yes, and we do uh, in some of our stuff. But what we do on that side of it, hopefully, is we actually catch it before it's even getting into that foreclosure process. Mm-hmm. So that people's credit isn't just absolutely destroyed through that. Yeah. And that goes back to helping. I mean, that's one thing I tell them is we care about people and not about profit. If you can mm-hmm. care about that person, the profit will come, right? Mm-hmm. So catch it before it destroys their credit and see if you can transition that into, okay, let's put a little money in your pocket, get you out of this scenario and, and go. So do you teach beginners, intermediate, expert level people? I mean, what, what sort of uh, client do you usually have that's your? Yeah. So, so we, we do more of the beginners, mm-hmm. but I do have the opportunity to get into a, a lot more in depth as far as intermediate and expert, just because I've learned through the process of, once you start getting an intermittent expert, you're buying larger deals. So we currently mm-hmm. buy larger multifamily deals, mobile mm-hmm. home parks, RV parks, mini storages. So I have that ability. If somebody's interested, can do that exact same thing. I just, I really have focused on somebody that was like me at the beginning because I yeah. want to help as many people as I can. So do they work one-on-one with you? Do you have a team that they work with? How does that work? Yep. So it's all virtual. Uh, I've got a few different things. I've got a, a private Facebook page that you can go in. It's kind of a subscription-based pay- Facebook page that you can do. And then you can buy a course. And I've got 70 different videos that I've laid out that you can go at your own pace and follow through that. But then you also get into that. Um, you get a subscription to that Facebook page as well. And then every week I get on a Zoom call where we work through things. We call that the deal room. And we work through those issues. 
Hmm. And then what about fixer up stuff? Like, do you teach them how to, you know, do the fixer up stuff so they don't spend too much money and they make sure they come under budget? I haven't, I haven't started that yet. So okay. that's the next implementation to this right now. It's to, to get started, but absolutely. That's my next plan because I think we did, we did quite a few. I think we had 20 flips going at one time last year. So that's the next plan is to kind of teach people the struggles that I had, because that's really where I want to be honest. I don't want to give them any fluff. Mm -hmm. I want to say, okay, here's the hardships that I dealt with. This is how I tried to get around it and fix it. Some of the things I didn't fix, and maybe you can tell me how to make it better, but here is, here's what I did and how I was successful and what I did in my business. Mm -hmm. So what are some other ways that you guys are are pretty helpful in, in working with people and, and uh, teaching them to go about this business? Yeah. So once you, once you have the deal, you have to, you need to know what to do with it. Mm-hmm. So in my simple brain, I think of it as some people say you're in a box. Well, I want to take that box and kick that thing down the road. Okay. <laughs> I don't want you to even think that you're in a box. Right. Mm-hmm. And so what I want them to do is understand, okay, once we have a deal, there are multiple dispoing strategies that you can look at, whether that be a sub two deal or, or if it's a, Buy and hold, if it's an owner finance, if you want to owner finance it, whatever the strategy would be that would take that deal and make it a potential deal. So sometimes the numbers don't work, but if you can buy it from the owner at X amount of dollars for what they're wanting mm-hmm. and then pay that down over three years and get it to where you need it to be, put a tenant in there, then it makes a ton of sense. Yeah. With the way rents are going too, I mean, you definitely, I mean... <laughs> I was, I was thinking, I guess all the people are just moving back into the cities is part of, is part of the issue. The, uh, do you, do you work on a lot of house flipping or you do mostly look at, okay, let's put a renter in there and, and do the long sort of residual income yeah, sort of I love thing, it. or the investment income? Yeah. Good question. So we do both. And here's mm-hmm. the reason why we do our both for the fact we do the flips and the wholesaling for the fast cash. Okay. So that generates cash income, cash coming in. That actually helps pay for the marketing and and everything else. And my team they get they get amped up on the commissions. Mm-hmm. But but what we do on the other side is we buy for long term. That depreciation helps offset that high cash flow value or that capital gains value coming in. Right. Mm-hmm. So you have to do one if you're going to do another. Or you're going to taxes are going to be through the roof. So you have to offset that. Well, you offset that with by, by depreciation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and people, you, you show people how to, how to put the LCs together and the, 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 whatever they need to do to get the licensing and all that sort of stuff to set up the company and whatever they need to do to hold the property. Absolutely. Yeah. That's the cool. key is, is going from beginning to end. Yeah. Is LLCs still a popular way to own property these days? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I most of my property is going to be in an LLC. There you go. There you go. And do you set up each individual LLCs for each property so that they're kind of isolated in their liability? It depends on the property. So on single family houses, I would say no. We put them mm-hmm. kind of in a bulk package in one LLC. But mm-hmm. if it's a larger multifamily unit, say 32 unit or so, it's going to be in its own entity. Yeah. Do you, do you, what, what, what's, what is it? Is it really hot out there where it's hard to get deals or you just have to find the deals that are out there and and do what you can with them before yeah. somebody else finds out about them, I guess. Yes and no. 
So that's the best answer I can give you. It is hot out here as far as finding deals. Inventory is extremely low. Builders aren't building because things are through the roof. Inflation's heavy, so it's hard. To, I mean, inflation's rising so fast right now that it's hard to even judge what the building cost is going to be in three. So it's, so what's happened is it's slowed down the new construction. Inventory's gone down because of that, and people are in a feeding frenzy trying to buy property while in, interest rates are still low before they hike them. Yeah, this um, sounds a lot like uh, 2008. I mean, it was just crazy. It was just crazy all the how fast things were going up and then and then it hit the, the peak. I mean, do you see a bubble? I think something at some point is going to have to happen. Prices yeah. cannot continue to rise. Yeah, they can't the just keep going up forever. Yeah, they can't, right? So now, does it mean that it's going to be a big bust? I don't know. I, I don't really know if it's going to be a large bust or not. But what I do know is that at least something's going to have to slow down and then infl- and then it'll kind of, I think it'll drive down a little bit. I just don't think... Because lack of inventory is so low, I don't mm-hmm. think that it can bust as hard as it did in 08. Yeah, and when it busted, the especially in Las Vegas, when it busted, what it was was the inventory just finally caught up to everything. Yeah. And so we're nowhere near that. Um, yeah. And it can take years for that inventory to catch up. I think it took in Vegas about three to four years for them to catch up. <laughs> All the builders had pulled their money out of them. Yeah. And their permits and stuff uh, and all their planning they were doing when 9-11 happened. Yeah. And so they were like, oh, shit, this is getting weird. And so they pulled their stuff back. And so it took four or five years for them to, you know, get the get the stuff back put in, get the planning redoing and everything. And by the time that they did, it, it created this crazy-ass market. And yeah. then, of course, you reach a point where it finally caught up. And that's what that's what the when the market crashed. But, yeah, we're a long ways from there with the way inflation is going. It's just, it's just crazy, some of the things yeah. that are going on. Yeah, it really is. It really is. There's there's a lot of helicopter money in the market right now, too. What is helicopter money? Just money that's been infused into into the market. You know what I call mm. it? Helicopter money. People are just throwing. It's just crazy. <laughs> and it's true. It's true. Yeah. Crazy. But you need to be. You do need to be careful though, because I, I remember in 2008. This is why it's important for people to learn from you and just not go into the market and just throw money into the air. I remember I had uh, a friend. He went to. I mean, he went to like five or six different, five or six different courses. The big Carlton Sheets sort of courses. Yeah. Spent like I don't know. Oodles amounts of money, 20, 30 grand. And then he went out and he literally bought everything that he knew he shouldn't have bought because the market was so crazy in Vegas. Mm. And he'd bought in like, like the market, the highest rent market for in Vegas at the time was like 1600 bucks a month for a four bedroom family unit for, yeah. for SFR single family. And the market was 1600 bucks. He paid 2,500 bucks a month. He was paying 2,500 bucks for what he bought and he had bought them on negative AM loans. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And I was like, you're, you're, you're $1,100 upside down. And in a year or six months, you, you that thing's going to start going through the roof unless you refinance it. Like, you can't get this covered. And he's like, yeah. I don't understand why. And I'm like, just simple logic. Like, people, <laughs> it, it has to be rentable. But I don't know. It sounds like the way rent's going. I mean, rent's up 40%. Holy crap. I, yeah, it's crazy. It, it really is crazy. And, and at a certain point, and here's here's the key, and this is something I tell people all the time. Just because rents are through the roof, you just, your buy box does not say buy at what you can rent it at right now because mm-hmm. rents are going to come back down. They have to at some point. They have to. So yeah. you buy it smart now with the anticipation, okay, I can get $1,000 a month, but 
I'm going to be really good at cash flow at 800. I need to buy it at 800. A lot of people don't understand how cash flow is so important in a real estate deal and why that, why that makes sense. Yeah. 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 And and the key too, I mean, even right now. So one of the big things right now is if you can buy a deal, (laughs) buy a deal right now at a good price and then refinance that thing back out, burr it out, put Mm -hmm. the money, the loan money that you get extra back in your pocket, rent that thing out. My, my thought process is, and people may think I'm absolutely insane and it may be because I'm in Mississippi. I don't know, but my thought process is if I can make $200 a month cash flow per door, I'm tickled to death. Mm. And then plus you're getting the depreciation, everything on top of that, the write-offs and absolutely. And, and some people don't realize that it's not, sometimes it's not, unless you can really flip a deal. Sometimes it's not a business where you're, you're getting rich overnight, but you're getting lots of tax breaks and deductions. And then what do they call it? Passive income, basically. Yeah, And your and, net worth goes up every month. Tenants are making your, paying your net worth up every month. Yeah. There you go. There you go. What are some other things we want to talk about? What you guys coach on and uh, what you teach people? Yeah. So I kind of wanted to tell a little bit about how I got started so that people sure. understand that I'm not this, look, I'm not this guru, right? I, I know what I'm talking about because I experienced it through through hard knocks and I still do it today. I don't, mm-hmm. I still work day to day. I come into my office every day. So I was working a nine to five. I was in a production manufacturing facility, was not tickled about what I was doing every day. And so a friend of mine came to me and asked me if I'd help him flip a house. He had all the money, he had the house, but he didn't have the time. I had the time. So I get in there, start helping him flip the house. I hired me personally. I hired the contractor for the business and it went absolute just crap show right off the bat. Contractor started doing drugs, you know, stealing light bulbs, (laughs) just crazy stuff. (laughs) Crazy. All right. So, so I'm like, oh my gosh, what have I gotten into? Luckily we turned it around and we made about 10 grand. So he split it. He made 5,000. I made 5,000. We were happy, but man, I bet I lost 50,000 hairs from going through that process. Yeah. I was like, I've got, there's gotta be something easier. And I come across wholesaling and I was like, oh my gosh, here we go. So I did, I did my first deal was 750 bucks. I made 750 bucks, but so it wasn't anything. And now looking back on it, I should have made about 30. Mm-hmm. 30,000. But what it did is it taught me. Yeah. I was like, this is now feasible. And so I ended up doing 36 deals that first year, made 300 grand. And then I started investing in myself. Mm-hmm. I started paying to be in rooms with people that were smarter than me. Mm-hmm. I started hanging out with people that could teach me more than, than I already knew. And I was listening to podcasts and YouTube channels and so on and so forth, self-teaching myself how to do real estate. And then that was three and a half years ago. So from three and a half years ago to where I am today, over $11.9 million in assets bought in less than three years, you could, I try to tell people I'm in high school dropout, dropped out of high school. I went and got my GED because I thought, well, I needed to do something and got a two-year degree, right? Mm -hmm. I'm just a flunky. But if I can do it, I know somebody else can, right? That's true. I mean, that's the beauty of, of real estate in, in what you can do with it. The, uh, the drug story is kind of funny. My same friend who overpaid for the, for the properties, he wanted like, I don't know, it was a kitchen or something. There was something he wanted to have redone cabinets. I think it was. And he'd work, he'd been using a guy who was cheaper because he didn't have a contractor's license. 
And I'm like, how did you go to all Carlson's teaching all these people and you don't use a guy with a contractor license? Anyway, he calls me up one day and he goes, he goes, yeah, yeah, the guy, I haven't heard from this guy from three days, three or four days. And I go, well, what's the big deal? He goes, well, I gave him all the money up front for the deal. And I'm like, are you, you paid somebody up front for work that they need to do? He goes, yeah, I'm thinking he's took off of the money. And I go, you're an idiot. <laughs> and and I he goes, yeah, well, I've worked with him on a couple of jobs, but he does have this thing where he disappears for three days at a time. And I go, oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> he's a meth head. <laughs> yeah. He goes yeah. on a meth binge for three days with your Ooh. money. Finally caught up to the guy. I don't. Th- I think he he lost his money. I think it's like twelve grand or something or five grand. It was it was painful. And I'm just like, why would you? He goes, I should report the guy and yeah, to the to the the overseers. And I'm like, they they don't oversee him because he doesn't have a license. You idiot! Like he, <laughs> he's got no insurance. You can't. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. And th- this is a real. It's a real minefield. People don't realize if they don't know what they're doing, and they're just like, I'm going to go into real estate investing. They, there's some real mindfalls like that. Yeah, absolutely. Not only and and not only with with that circumstance with flipping, but realistically in anything, you can over leverage something. And and you have an alligator. That yeah. sucker is eating money every month. And what do you do? You can't get out of it because if you're going to try to sell it to somebody else, they're not going to want to pay for what you've paid for it if you've over leveraged it or overbought it. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of things that go into real estate investing and and any type of any type of real estate. If you don't have some type of knowledge, you got to be careful. Now, I still tell people make mistakes. Just mm-hmm. don't make big ones. It's okay to make mistakes. Just don't fall on your face. And that's why it's good to, uh, you know, have a coach and learn about what, how it works and, and have someone who can kind of hold your hand, if you will. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. Cause then it can get you through it. So what the one website I have for you was simplehomeexits.com with mm-hmm. a Z at the end. And then what were the other websites you had? Uh, high performance edu. High performance edu.com mm-hmm. or is it dot edu? Um, I think it's .com, highperformanceadu.com. Edu.com. Let me pull up that website. I had the simple one that was up. So that's one where you teach the course. Now, they can either sit and work with you or there's videos they can take and watch? Yes, yeah. So there will be a few different links. And actually, this is just getting up and getting started. Mm. Um, so really, I mean, we're we're just hitting the ground running on coaching people. Now, I've been teaching mm-hmm. people for a few years, but it's just been people that friends and family or whatever. So we really just hit this ground running. And there is a, well, there's one where you can, you can just watch videos and go at your own pace. But then there's also a Facebook page that I have currently, it's called 90 days to escape your nine to five. That's mm. a free Facebook page that they can get into. I throw content in there every day, every mm. day I'm putting some kind of free content out. And then we also are going to have our deal room, which is a subscription based. I think it's like 97 bucks a month. Mm-hmm. And then I'll be in there once a week, walking through deals, walking through things with you as well. Mm-hmm. Kind of showing you and holding your hand. Now, is this Podio, Podio, Podio Plus, is that a software from you guys or is that? Yeah, so it hasn't even hit yet. Hopefully mm-hmm. we'll have that up in the next couple of weeks. But what that is, is that's a CRM. So mm-hmm. without what I have currently right now, I wouldn't be... Um, successful as far as where we've grown to. So starting out, you don't have to have a CRM, a customer management system, right? Mm -hmm. You just can work off a Google Sheets page for all that matter. But 
when you really start bringing in leads. So if you're, let's say you're bringing in 30 to 40 leads a day, mm-hmm. and then you have to follow up with them and, and all that stuff, that CRM is critical to being able to reminding you, okay, Sean, you need to call this lead. They said, call them back in 13 days or whatever. And it keys you in and keeps you on track to say, I need to follow up with this person or what did this person say? And what did we offer them? They just called me back up. I need to look at who they are. So I make sure that I'm fair in what I'm telling them. Yeah. You definitely want to keep records and keep a tickle box to CRM because we used to call them the tickle box back in the day before software. And you definitely want to know what's going on with them because uh, you've got to follow up. And then, and then sometimes if you're following up with somebody who's in trouble, sometimes they think I used to do this with business deals. They, they think, well, I, I can maybe make this work another month or two. And you're like, dude, you're in foreclosure. <laughs> like, like you're running out of time. You haven't made payments for three, six months or whatever it is these days. And, and so you've got to be able to follow up, know where they're at, know when to follow up with them. Cause I used to always have these people with businesses, they would call me up and they'd say, Hey, you said you were interested in buying your business before I filed bankruptcy. And I said, yeah, I gave you a first right of refusal to uh, make sure you call me. And I remember telling you, don't call me the day before you file bankruptcy. And they go, mm-hmm. yeah, we're, we're down at the court right now about to file. Do you want to buy the company? And I'm like, just, oh my goodness. just like, oh man, people are, people are really be stupid. So you definitely want to be able to follow up with them, find out what's going on and everything else. What are some other things we can tease out? It looks like you guys have a negotiations mastery course. Yeah, finish. man, that, that is killer. So what that does too on that, on the negotiation mastery is that, shows you step-by-step on the psyche of people because Mm -hmm. what what we're doing is we're dealing with people right again it's it's, we're helping people out of their problems but just like what you just said about that foreclosure people get locked they're like an ostrich sticking their head their head in the sand they're like Mm -hmm. it'll just go away if i just forget about it Mm -hmm. and and so a lot of times what happens is is you have to under let them understand no 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 look guys we're here to help you So how do we do that? Let me ask you these specific questions and try to, because they're going to have a block. They're going to have a wall up. Nobody wants to admit that they have issues. And a lot of people, when you just reach out to them from the beginning, they are not going to open up to you like they're your best friend. So you have Mm -hmm. to kind of ask questions. You need to let them know that you're here to help. You're not here to, to tear them down and you're not here to try to manipulate or anything else. So you just ask them specific questions. What about this? How does this work? Or how to, how to, you know, for instance, let's say you call uh, a guy that's real hyped up. And he's like, yeah, man, blah, blah, blah. Well, if you will go back into that conversation with that same type of attitude, what mm-hmm. happens is, is they become comfortable with you because you're like-minded. You're mm-hmm. keyed into that same person. That's what that negotiations mastery course does is it teaches you step-by-step on various different ways to be able to get to somebody for them to understand you're here to help them, not to hurt them. Yeah. Rapport is everything in sales. Yeah. I mean, that's basically what you're doing. You're being a salespeople and helping people with their problems. But if you don't have rapport or trust, they're not going to be able to trust you and exactly you can't right. get anything done. What are some other things you want to touch on that, that can tell people more about who you are and what you do? Yeah. So we've got, we've got a couple other things that we do as far as our, our long-term holds that, that work really well for us. We also hire out VAs overseas mm. to do oh, really? our initial touch. Yeah. Mm. So, so as we're calling or as we reach out to you, whatever that form of marketing would be, we have one of our, one of our employees that are over in the, 
the Philippines, she'll just reach out and say, hey, this is Chris. Just wanted to reach out to you, let you know that we have found your house and, and didn't know if you ever had any interest in possibly selling and just makes that initial touch. And if they say, yes, we would be interested. She says, okay, well, look, this is going to be over my head, but Sean can help you. Let me get you in touch with him. That's and pretty so, good. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. We're not abrasive. We try to be, again, if somebody's like, look, don't, we don't want those kind of calls. They're like, sorry, that's not what our intent is. We just wanted to reach out to you if we could help. Yeah. Um, so that, that's kind of one of the things I like teaching people about that too. The, the key is here's, here's one of the, one of the big takeaways that I learned in real estate. So I was out and I was doing deals, boom, boom, boom. When deals were going good and I was making pretty decent money. And let's say I was making $5,000 a pop. So every deal I was doing, I was making five grand. All right. Mm -hmm. But I was, I was doing good. Well, one day I woke up and he's like, I was like, man, why can't I make 15,000 a deal? Like what's, what's different. And, and I just changed my mindset. You know what? The next deals I do, I'm doing 15 grand. Nothing changed in what I did. My marketing strategy didn't change. The people that I talked to didn't change. It was my mindset that changed and it went overnight from 5,000 to 15,000 a deal. That's pretty darn cool. Yeah, because it's all mindset. It's how you think. What is your perception of your value in time? Because realistically, that's what we are. We're mm -hmm. a value in time. Anybody can make money. Time is the most value. And so how do you value time? And what do you, what do you say that you are? What is your value? What is your worth? Mm -hmm. Once you have that mentally, that is your worth. There's guys that sell these, these, these masterminds and they'll say, well, look, this mastermind needs to be 20 grand, a 20 grand a mastermind. And then another gentleman asked him, he said, well, look, why don't you charge 50 grand a mastermind? I don't know if I can do that. I don't know if anybody would buy it. He started charging 50 grand a mastermind and still sold out. It was wow. because he perceived his own value. Mm -hmm. that, that's key. Mindset is huge in what we do. Mm -hmm. Most definitely. Most definitely. So before we go out, anything more you want to touch on? Man, I don't know. Sounds like we got it. Yeah, yeah. 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 So a cool website and stuff. You've been doing this since uh, 1998, I think. No, no, no. So I started in real estate three and a half years ago. So 2018. Okay. Yeah. What did, I say? did I say 1998? Yeah. I had eight in the brain. It's Monday. <laughs> I'd seen on your website, you started in 2018. There's a picture with your family. Yeah. And, and so, wow, where did I get that? I was off by like, I don't know, two decades. Wow. <laughs> All right. I'll have another drink over here. I might be on the meth. That might be, I may be on the three day binge. Anyway, Sean, it was wonderful to have the show. Thanks for coming on, man. Yeah, man. I really appreciate you allowing me to come on and, no and uh, it's been a, been a good time. There you go. Uh, give us your plugs so people can find you on the interwebs and get to know you better and the best way to reach out to you. Yeah. So they can reach me out on Facebook, Sean, S-E-A-N-O apostrophe O-R-U-R-K-E, Sean O'Rourke. That's, uh, that's my personal Facebook page. Reach out to me there. You can message me. You can also go to our our free group on Facebook, which is 90 Days to Escape, your number nine dash number five, nine to five. Mm -hmm. And uh, and that's free. Just just join that and then ask all the questions you want, man. And I'm, I'm highly active in that group. I try to help as many people as I can. You can also go to our website, highperformanceedu.com. That's our training courses. It is not completely up to date yet, but hey, like I said, fell forward, right? Do something and then you can make it better. 
There you go. There you go. Thanks for coming on, Sean. Thanks, Monis, for tuning in. Uh, go to YouTube.com, Fortress Chris Voss. See everything we're doing over there. Uh, go to Goodreads.com, Fortress Chris Voss. You can see my books and uh, everything reading and reviewing there. All over some Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram. Make sure you subscribe to the uh, LinkedIn newsletter. That thing is killing it over there in the 132,000 member LinkedIn group. To be honest, be good to each other. Stay safe, and we'll see you guys next time.